This podcast is made possible through Echoic, a media company dedicated to building your podcast. Whether you are a business looking to expand your marketing presence or a creative wanting a new outlet for your voice, Echoic is here to help. Visit echoicmedia.com to start your next podcast. Now, on to the show. song mixtape where we discuss a new mix each and every week my name is michael <laughs> and i am rj <laughs> and what was that delightful that was ty oh yeah. nice i thought i'd start learning it Ty. yeah they make delicious food mm-hmm. they know how to kick people they got really well great leg kicks yep yeah <laughs> Best of both worlds. They got good iced teas also. Oh, yeah, Thai tea. Mm-hmm. They got like palm trees. Yeah. You know, they got swastikas in Thailand. Right. Like, but it's like they got a bunch of Buddhist thing. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But they're like everywhere. Right. Like in, not <laughs> all over, but in like certain parts. Yeah. <laughs> so people go there and they're like, hey. And it's like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Like, no. Good. You don't good. get this it. This is something else. This is, is older than that mm-hmm. guy. Chukong Chongko. <laughs> I think I said that right now. I tried learning Klingon. Oh, didn't go well? No, it doesn't. They don't even spell it out phonetically. They just put oh, right. uh, random letters and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like I could have said that. Ooh, you should do Dothraki. Ooh, that would probably that. be a little bit easier. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Did you say what's that one? No, it's on the thingy, isn't it? They have it on uh, Duolingo. Oh, you learn nice. it. Yeah. That's awesome. I think they have Klingon too. They do. Oh, yeah, okay. I might need to brush up on Klingon. <laughs> I'll <laughs> test <weeds>. you. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is episode six for us here. My yeah. mix. My is mix. It six? This is number six. Already? Yeah. Damn. We've gone around the horn twice. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some Oops. interesting ones. And downs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so my mix for today um, is called Uncovered. Uncovered. Um, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the idea of the mix is I wanted to make um, a cover playlist yeah. of songs, which can go a lot of different directions. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great covers out there. And a lot of stylistically different covers out there. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to kind of make them all the same. Okay. <laughs> I, t- I was wondering if there was something else to the name, like uncovered. Mm. It was like cover songs unplugged. Sure. Okay. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I got from it. It was a lot of down tempo. Yeah. You know, piano acoustic. It's personally my favorite type of covers. Okay. Um, because a lot of the songs are uh, a, a very poppy. Yeah. Um, and typically in a pop song, it's an up-tempo. It's, you know, might be a little bit more aggressive to the sound of the song. And I love a good cover to when they just, like, break it down. Oh, yeah. Slow it down. Oh, yeah. We're going to strip this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We're going to scoop it out. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Scoop out the inside. <laughs> 
it's it's a shame that a lot of the uh, good covers are only on YouTube. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of just live videos that people do, like uh, Redbone by Childish right. Gambino. It's like two guys that did it with an acoustic guitar and a trumpet. That dude's amazing. So good. Yeah. Yeah, he does a bunch of good covers. Yeah, his voice is awesome. Yeah. Super unique. Yeah, covers are interesting. Right? Yeah. Because there are some people, like, obviously, there's the person that writes the thing. And then there's a different artist that reinterprets the thing. Yeah. Right? That doesn't happen very much else in art. You don't... Normally, you don't see often a movie get made and then someone's like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing, just a little different. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I wish people would, though. That would be interesting if uh, somebody else, like, took on a Quentin Tarantino movie. Exactly. And did their version of it. I'm maybe eventually because obviously we have like remakes that happen, and mm-hmm. so with technology the movie changes yeah. typically. Yeah. Um, but uh, because technology and music, you know, there it has grown. It also, I mean, it's it's music, so it's not like they're changing. It's not like someone has invented very many new instruments other than like electronics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think kind of the history of music is kind of cover based because they had standards for so long yeah exactly that's the beatles i mean they got their whole start from just like just covering songs yeah that's just what they did and even before that like jazz standards like there right. would be jazz musicians that would just play big band stuff that was written years before or classical music like there's classical composers from nowadays that make a whole career just playing you know beethoven and mozart types right yeah you know but they're the composer. It's kind of just them doing a cover of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So the, with this concept of getting music and then covering it, and you could change it, such as, like, you get a pop song and you make it a ska song, right? <laughs> I hate ska. <laughs> so with that, could you, like, take Step Brothers, the movie, and make it into, a, like, a horror? See, that's what I want, that's yeah. RJ. weird. That's what I, I love I that want. idea. <laughs> I would like that. Yeah, I would love that. I would love more reimaginings in that way because there's some movies that like people argue like what's the tone of the movie, right? Yeah. Whether it's a horror movie or a thriller or an action movie, like Predator is a great example because it has a lot of different tones inside the movie. Um, but Cabin it, in the Woods. Have yeah, you seen that? Exactly. That blew my mind the first time I saw it because yeah. I thought it was going to be like House of Wax or something right. stupid. Yeah. And I still can't <laughs> figure out what kind of movie that is. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, someone who reinterprets. So uh, there was a, a Psycho remake in the 90s. It's made Vince by Gus Vaughn. Van Sant. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn's in it. And he, Gus Van Sant basically decided. I'm going to do almost a shot-for-shot remake of this movie. That's right. But in the 90s. Yeah. And everyone hated him for it. (laughs) I love the movie. I think it's a good movie. That's the only one I've ever seen. Yeah. I wish more people would do that. Yeah. To be like, oh, Star Wars? I'm just going to remake it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take on the big ones. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, that would be interesting. Make it like a horror version of Star Wars. Yeah. They don't have any horror movies in the Star Wars universe. No, like, what no. the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Back to my idea. Okay. Step Brothers. Okay. So I'm back to Step, <laughs> Step Brothers right. in particular. Okay. Horror movie. <laughs> yeah. You see Will Ferrell, like, like I'm going to put my nuts on your drum sack, and yeah. it just gets drum dark, sack. right? Drum sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my nuts on your drum sack. <laughs> and it gets all dark, and the music, like, kind of gets louder, so it gets tense. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like you see him creeping and be like, no, is he going to my drum set? 
and then just dun 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 dun. Or like the Jaws it. theme. I don't know. And then like later on, you just see him like holding a knife over John C. Riley's bed, Ooh. just like rubbing it against his face. Yeah. Well, there's the scene where uh, John C. Riley's getting buried, right? Yeah. And he's like, "No one will find you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, I think that would work. Like, have yeah. you seen those? Uh, Ooh, there's the the Nazi. They pretend to be the Nazi neighbor, the German Shepherd. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you seen like the remakes of uh or the re edits of like Friends episodes? Yeah, and they make Ross look like a sociopath. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could just change the tone of things just a little bit. But it's so accepted in music. It's even accepted yeah. in music so far that uh, in scores for movies they do this. Yeah. So I'm really into scores for movies. I'm really into composers. And uh, when you look at the list of like uh, a famous composer like John Williams, he has so many credits, right? Yeah. And you're like, how can you make a ri- mo- this much original music for movies? Yeah. Right. And he doesn't. Uh, he basically they they make something called a temp score, and they score the movie to a temp track. Uh, the director's like, I want it to sound like this. And so then the composer says, okay, cool. Let me just tweak this. And this is my own version of it. And that's how they, a lot of scores were made for a very long time. And so there are original things. I love John Williams that he's done, but there's also things that you can literally take just like the Rite of spring, uh, which is a, it's an old classical song and just be like, you can match it up with a song from star Wars. Yeah. And be like, this is the same thing. You just tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. Which I mean, it's a lot of the stuff that he's done because he did Star Wars, <laughs> all the wars, all the wars, yeah. and Jura- <laughs> like Jurassic Park was that all him? the Jurassic Park, all the Jurassics, yeah. all the worlds, yes, all the wars and the Jaws and the Jones, the Indiana Jones, all the Jones, all the Joneses, yes. <laughs> and they're all really similar. Yeah, oh yeah, like I get and the, the Supermans. I don't know Superman songs. I know the that's Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I know the Superman that whole song. (laughs) You know (laughs) Superman. Have you seen the YouTube thing of the the person with the flute or whatever trying to do the Jurassic Park theme? Yeah, is that how they do their scores? Like, I want it to sound like this. Got you. It's gonna sound a little better, but I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Did he do Titanic also? No. Oh, Uh, he didn't do the tie. No. Celine. Did she do the whole score (laughs) for that? Okay. (laughs) I'm remembering now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yes. So the mix for today is uncovered. Um. It's a list of five songs that are covers and. Uh, to get a little bit behind the scenes here, um, I will just lay this out on the line right now. Are you uncovering this? I'm uncovering this. Ooh. I made this mix. So these songs I had on other mixes, and I compiled them to make this mix. Oh. And the, each one of these songs I found uh, in the last couple years just exploring in Spotify. Uh, okay. That's Spotify is a wonderful thing like that. Yeah. I'm just like, just oh, exploring. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's I rarely do it. Um, I do that and watch YouTube videos sometimes. Yeah, just explore Spotify and YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like his favorite thing to do is just scroll through Netflix, but not watch anything. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Just adding things to your list. Just add to the list. I'm going to watch this later. Um, Yeah, so that's the the idea of the mix going into it. Pretty simple, straightforward. 
Um, so yeah, I'm excited to hear uh, your guys' thoughts on these songs. Uh, starting it off, yeah, we've got How's It Gonna Be uh, by the band called Jack and White. Not Jack White. <laughs> Jack and White. Wait, the guy from the White Stripes? No, no, no. Are you sure? No. Just a guy named Jack. Okay. Off of a 2012 album called Undercover. Hmm. Um, song comes in at four minutes and 14 seconds. Uh, so I thought which each each one of these songs, we'll talk about the, the song first, and then we'll talk about the musicians that are interpreting it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so How's It Gonna Be is a song by the uh, Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Um, it was released in 1997 as the third single from their self-titled debut album. Um, the song deals with the trauma of the ending of a relationship and how the transition from the friends to acquaintances is a brutal one. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so. You don't know me. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got to go through these lyrics in real time in my head. What's awesome, and we'll get to this thought. I'm just going to just, just put it out there right Plant now. The seed. What's yeah. awesome is it's about a relationship and the song is a duet. Huh. And so I'll just say this right now, because this applies to a couple of these songs. A duet changes a song for me. Yeah. Drastically. Oh, yeah. Because it comes from one person's perspective to all of a sudden you're like, there's two people? people? (laughs) Yeah. There's a a YouTube cover group called Voice Avenue that does a ton of covers. Voice Avenue? Voice Avenue? Voice? Yeah, it's a stupid name. Not name. Boys. Not Boys Avenue. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to go to Boys Avenue. Voice <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb name, but he's it's this one guy or is it two guys? It's a main guy and then he has his, like a percussionist in the background that kind of plays like the cajon But he or could just like do that. a song by himself, mm-hmm. right? So I think, I think he has an album by the himself. The name refers to one dude and then he has a bunch of guests come in that are like famous for doing covers. Oh, so nice. Weird little cool. subculture of people yeah. that just do YouTube covers. That's cool. Um, yeah, he's got a super good voice, but he does a lot of these duets of songs that aren't traditionally duets. Yeah, yeah, and I it totally that. changes it. It does. I, like it. I don't. I don't know why. But when I hear a duet with a cover, I'm just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. there's so much yeah. more happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Jack and White, uh, they're an indie pop duo consisting of singer-songwriters Jack Matragana, or Matranga, we'll say that. Matranga? Ma, ma, yeah, Matranga. Matranga. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. Just by the way, doing uh, uh, deep dives on each of these artists, there's some surprises in here. Really? Yes. Ooh, I'm excited. All right. Uh, Jack Matranga, Matranga. <laughs> and 2008 American Idol finalist Brooke White. Ah. The band's debut EP, Gemini, was independently released on June Baby Records in 2011. Uh, the band's first single, Double Trouble, was selected as the iTunes single of the week in 2011. Um, so Jack Matranga <laughs> and Brooke White, they first met uh, when the two were blindly set up to co-write a song for what would become what's uh, White's next solo album. Uh, they come from two different backgrounds. Matragon was born and raised in Sacramento, California. No way! And played guitar in nationally touring band Self Against City. Oh, what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Fucking mind-blowing when I read that. I did not know that when I put the song on here. What? 
So, so for, he was on American Idol. No, no, no he wasn't. No, that was okay. the, the other one. But he played the other one. in Self Against City. Okay. Okay. Weird. Right? Huh. So for those uh, listening Singer? to the podcast, we live in Sacramento, California. Uh, City so, of Trees. Yeah. <laughs> Self Against City at one point was like an emerging like uh, indie rock band, I guess. Yeah. For were, the time in the mid-2000s. They were like spanning the gap of like a local band that was kind of exactly which signing is, to big labels. Which is kind of rare for Sacramento because Sacramento yeah. like doesn't have too many bands that get built out of here. Not San Francisco style. does. Yeah. You know, but. I think we have the Scorpions and the Deftones. And does Tesla count? Tesla counts. Tesla, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think they're from up the hill though. Uh, Eldorado County. Yeah. Like Pollock Pines. Yeah. yeah. But That's Sacramento. All the same area. thing. Yeah. <laughs> say sack. That big old sack. Big old sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he played in Self Against City, and then she was an actress in Mesa, Arizona, um, who played placed fifth as the finalist in the seventh season of American Idol. Okay. So and that's Brooke Brooke White. Okay. I did not know this. When I read that, that she was in American Idol, I looked her up and I remember watching her. <laughs> I remember watching her in American Idol. It was one of the last seasons that I ever watched because it was back in like 2005 or 2006. Oh, no, no, maybe 2008 or something. And she does Beatles covers. And it, I, if I remember right, it's the first oh. season where American Idol was allowed to do Beatles songs. Oh. Because that was a big yeah. thing uh, for them to be able to get the license. Michael Jackson owned them, Exactly. Right? And I think Sony bought them after that, maybe. Yeah. And that's how they were able to do it. Literally the oh shit moment of, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her playing these Beatles songs. She also did like a Carole King song. I missed um, that season, by the way. No, okay. That's the one you missed. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. I know you're big idol head. Is that Simon? <laughs> yeah. Good job. Simon. Yeah. Um, but Jack and White, they recorded and released uh, a six-song covers EP covering songs from each decade, beginning with the 1960s. Uh, so their EP includes The Mamas and the Papas, uh, ELO's Telephone Line, Your Rhythmics, um, Here Comes the Rain Again, um, uh, how's it gonna be? And then they do Justin Timberlake's "Cry Me a River," and the Black Keys "Tighten Up." So, hmm. yeah, "California Dreaming" was the single that was released off of this. I um, yeah, I checked out that album. I didn't listen to it, but I yeah. saw the the other songs they did, and I was like, kind of interested in it. I didn't realize it spanned a few decades, though. That's yeah, kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, I did that. Um, check it out. All right, so let's start off with like. You guys like the original song? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm assuming. Yeah, love it. One of your favorites. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. Okay. Um, I mentioned that that album is just an amazing album on our episode zero. Yeah. Right? One of the best albums ever made. Motorcycle Drive-By. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so how did, let's start off first. How did you feel towards the cover? Have you even heard of a cover of this song. I haven't. And that was actually my other thought on why you might have named it uncovered because there are songs that aren't traditionally covered. Mm. So there's a lot of songs on here that aren't like, with the exception of one that I never heard a cover of. Yeah. Like never thought that anybody would cover this. I don't know why, but, but it's funny because there, there are songs that are not traditionally covered, 
by people that you most likely have never heard of before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that weird subculture of like Spotify and YouTube musicians that do a lot of these cover songs. Like Postmodern Jukebox does a lot right. of cool stuff. Um, yeah, I liked it. Like it it was it was a like I, I like the instrumentation of this one. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just acoustic. Mm-hmm. They had a little like percussion, the shaker in the background. Just a little bit. It sound yeah, it was perfect yeah. amount. It sounded full. <laughs> like a triangle or a xylophone yeah. back there. I so ting tings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Ting tings and chicka chickas. Yeah. RJ. <laughs> so I'm gonna break everyone's heart here. <laughs> With I mean, I love the original. It's a mm-hmm. fun song. Yeah. And then I heard this, and I was like, okay, I want to see where they go with this. And it's not where I wanted it to go. Okay. Oh, where um, did you want it to go? Well, I didn't know where the rest of the, the mix would go. Because okay. I was just seeing the titles, and I'm like, all right. I heard the song, and I listened to it multiple times, and it just never grew on me. Um, oh, weird. I do like that style. It's it, like it, I, I like my cover songs. I like the duets. It's just this one, I, I think the drum... Like the oh. percussion oh. kind of annoyed me. <laughs> okay. The weirdest things bother you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I do get that about it's it, though, because the shaker. Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, I get it. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, the duet, that's fine. But it's just, and especially when, you know, when you get the bridge part. I want him. I want somebody just to start screaming, and it's just they just go a little louder, and I'm like, I don't feel it. Well, I know what you mean. So understanding like, though it. that it's a song about a relationship from two people's perspective that's breaking up, I think it's important that their tones and range stay the same mm-hmm. because I think that that's indicative to it's not either or's perspective. Okay, because it would just be through his perspective. Exactly, that makes sense. But also the fact that the original was. Uh, kind of like more colorful right you know in toning it down to an acoustic song i understood why they didn't go big with it like on the choruses or on the bridge um kind of like on the dustin kenzer song where he did wrecking ball he just switched around the mm-hmm. verse and the chorus like yeah. the intensity there uh so i understood why they did it on this one but i'm glad you brought that up because that applies to some of the other songs for me on the playlist, mm. the like kind of lackluster, like lack so of a melody. Opposite because the other ones on here I enjoy. Oh, ah, interesting, interesting. Right. Yeah, but this fine. song is probably one of my least favorites on here. Ooh, okay. I like the if, original better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. Well, I think with all, right, all let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe except for one. I'm going to say one. I might like better than the original. Yeah, which <laughs> I don't think is blasphemous <laughs> to say, yeah. considering like. Bob Dylan has written so many songs that other artists have taken and just right. people think that they're Bob Dylan songs. I know. That's you what's know? crazy. It's like, so he comes out with All Along the Watchtower. Yeah. Right. And then Jimi Hendrix is like, I like this song. I'm going to come out with my version. Yeah. It, right. And then Bob Dylan hears his version and Bob Dylan makes another version. Did he? From Jimi Hendrix's he version. He covered after that. the cover? Yes. Oh, <laughs> shit. Interesting. I probably called it Uncovered. Version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adele has a song on one of her albums that's a Bob Dylan cover. Yeah. Had no idea. Yeah. It's, I forgot the name of it, but it's, uh, it's one of the really popular songs, mm. pretty popular song. Nice. And it's straight up Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel with starting it this way? I liked it for a first song. 
Okay. Um, as far as like the other four songs go, I thought it was the best one to start with. Oh, on the, interesting. On the mixtape. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rendell? So, it was a nice starter track. Um, it was kind of just, what am I getting into? Mm-hmm. And then seeing, okay, we're slowing things down. Yeah. It's going to be like just acoustic tracks, kind of stuff like that. That's what we're going to be listening to. And it was a nice opener. Yeah, I didn't like the song, but I mean, it was a nice, okay, this is where our journey will take us. I will say that after like four or five listens, it grew on me. And the first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, okay, it's like it's a cover. Mm-hmm. And then I it grew on me and I started listening to the subtle things that they did when I was kind of breaking down the idea of all of the songs yeah. individually. Ooh, that's I, very uh, important. It's very important. Yeah, I, I appreciated what they did with this one, <laughs> like instrumentation-wise. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, it's a cover song, and I know, like, uh, with us, uh, with our friends, we kind of did the, the Damn It cover by Blink-182. Yeah. We stripped it down, and we slowed yes. it down. <clears throat> if somebody were to listen to that, they might be like, hey, I like the fast tempo of that. I don't like that cover. And it's like, that's fine. Yeah, but some yeah. Some people might. And I feel like this, this, with this song, it's it's a fine cover. They, they covered all the elements of breaking it down like that. They had the yeah. nice duet. It just, it wasn't for me. And then, I mean. That is a really good example of the Damn It song that we did. Because we slowed it down yeah. a lot. And it sounded really cool. And the way, the way that we approached that compared to covering another song is we actually composed that mm-hmm. as opposed to just learning the chords and learning the lyrics yeah. and basically doing a karaoke version right. of it, which a lot of people are guilty of when they do covers. Yeah. And sometimes it turns out okay. Like sometimes I want to hear Taking Back Sunday doing, you know, an 80s cover or something. Yeah. But some I'm like most of the time that. yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it's just them going through the motions. Yeah. And I like when people break away from the original point of the song, but still keep a little bit of the melody. Yeah. And really compose a song of their own with it. And I feel they kind of did that with this. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like, uh, one, I like to see a song that I've never seen covered before. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What and then I like to be surprised because, like, I feel like it with this song in particular, it would be so easy to just change into an aggressive course, to just yeah. be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna knock it up here because that's the way he does that. In the song. Exactly. I wanted that. It's just that would be like the the not the right or the wrong way to go. It'd just be that would be the the usual or the most likely way to go with it. You know? Yeah. Where they're just like, you know, no, 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 no. no. We're just gonna we're just gonna bring it through. Just bring it right into it, the station. It's <laughs> almost like if Iron and Wine were to be covering this song, they have. He has a great cover, time after time. Yeah, like, oh, that's okay. So that's why I was thinking of that. Yeah, because I was thinking of some guy with like a really low, like monotone voice. Right, and I, I think that would work for this. Like not Almost going too aggressive to the mix. What? Almost made it on the mix. Really? Time after time. Ooh, yeah. All right. But I felt like I had enough eighties uh, covers. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we started off with How's It Gonna Be. Next song is Maps, um, being covered by Colin and Carolyn um, off of a single from 2016. Um, Maps, the song comes in about 3 minutes and 34 seconds. Uh, Maps is a single by the Yeah, yeah, yeah from their debut full-length album Fever, Fever to Hell in 2003. 
The song is about the relationship between the Liars frontman, Angus Andrew, and the Yeah Yeah Yeah's lead singer, Karen O. Um, it was released in 2004. Uh, yep. And I remember, I think I first got introduced to the Yeah Yeah Yeah's through a music video. I think it was Maps. Maps. Their music video was the first time that I had ever heard of them. Yeah. And I don't know if it was on like VH1. I don't think it was on MTV. Wasn't that high school time? So like early 2000s? Early 2000s. Yeah, it would have been like 2002, 2003-ish. Yeah, I don't remember too much of them except for the song Maps. Yeah. I never listened to them after that. Oh, really? Yeah. Their next album's really good. I don't mind them. It's just I never got into them and I don't know why. Hmm. So like, my, I've heard other songs, but yeah. I, I like them. But yeah. my song, I, I mean, this song in general was a song came out and I absolutely hated it. Oh, I hated interesting. Everything about it. I don't know if you remember me back in high school. <laughs> this is just anti Yeah. And I was like, I no, no, no. no, 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 sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> But I just despised them. I don't remember why. That was so long huh. ago. But it just I did not like it. I didn't like the little guitar. Have you ever? I haven't heard anything else by them. Oh, interesting. So I heard this song. Hold on. Okay, we're on. Okay, okay. So you guys haven't? Have you guys ever seen Where the Wild Things Are? No. Mm-mm. I was gonna watch oh, it. I read the book though. So Karen O and the kids. I think that's what they're called. Uh, they do songs for that movie, and they are my favorite thing that Karen O has done. Huh. Um, more than the, I think I've listened to three yeah, 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 albums and I like them. I just never been like in love with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Where the wild things are. Huh. All right. Uh, so let's get into Colin and Carolyn. Um, so Colin Healy, he's from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Carolyn Mock, uh, she, uh, they both grew up together. Uh, they both went to high school together. Hmm. Uh, they both pursued music in different directions, but then were reconnected. Hmm. Uh, they collaborated on several color covers, adding their own unique spin and turning them into duets. Hmm. Uh, Colin and Carolyn's heartwarming harmonies, original lyrics, and songwriting, and the blend of creative covers first grabbed the attention of many in Virginia. Um, their song, More Than Gravity, was featured on 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. Oh, that had a good soundtrack. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. Lots of stuff I hadn't heard. Yeah. But it was in, like in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's start. So you're not on board with the AES. Yeah. Not at all. And you're I could take it or leave it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. care. Yeah. All right. So yeah. going into a cover of a song that you don't care about. Yeah. How'd you feel? Hmm. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, you you know, let's switch it up. I'll yeah. go first. Okay. <laughs> you go. You go. Right. So besides the hatred for that song, I'm going to be honest. I never gave them a chance. Mm. And it was just one of those. I think it was maybe because everyone's like, oh, listen to the song. And I'm like, yeah, I'm over it. I, I heard it. Nothing really stands out for me. I heard this cover and I was like, oh, it's this stupid song. <laughs> And I started listening to it. I was like, I like the duet. I like how they kind of sing mm, together. Mm-hmm. And I know the lyrics now. Like, I didn't pay attention before. I, oh, I didn't care. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I did research of what the lyrics were for mm-hmm. and how it was kind of written. And I'm like, all right. I appreciate that. Mm. Absolutely love this cover of it. Ooh. Yeah. it's a it, For a song that's not built as a duet, 
It's perfect as a duet. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. All right. It's crazy. Side note. Mm-hmm. This, when she sings, sounds like Taylor Swift in her younger years for her first couple mm-hmm. albums. Interesting. Okay, I could kind of see that. I'd have to listen to it again, but uh, yeah, I could kind of see not, that. I'm not. Have you been listening to the new T Swift album? I heard, people told me to listen to it. They yeah. said it, it's it's better than her poppier ones that she came out recently. Yeah, but I, I'm intrigued. I've never really had a problem with anything she's done. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like love Taylor Swift, yeah. but like people were complaining about her last poppy stuff. He's got stuff. posters in his room. <laughs> yeah, but like. I'd never had a problem with the last one. You know what's funny? I have the, the Taylor Swift. I know. I was going to say, you got the posters in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I have a notebook. It was a dollar at a Walmart. Yeah. So I bought it. Um, it's a journal. Let's be honest. <laughs> Teardrops on my guitar. Classic. Uh, yeah, this song, the yeah, yeah, yeahs, I just never cared about them. Yeah. And I never knew the lyrics to this. Uh I'm glad you said that because, like, that is a thing that a lot of covers can accomplish is, like, you know, uh, pointing out the lyrics that you didn't pay attention to before. Mm-hmm. Especially for songs like this that I didn't really care about. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate it a lot more for that. But when I first heard it, this was my least favorite song on the mix. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if it was because it was Maps. Because part of me wanted to hear a really good version of Maps. Mm-hmm. But I think I was envisioning something else. Yes. And I wasn't fully into the whole, like, unplugged acoustic um, thing at first. So a few more listens, (laughs) and it really grew on me. And it became, like, it's like two or three for me. Like, uh, yeah, I really like it. It flipped on you. Yeah. It totally flipped. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, no, not that one. Yeah, the they're so smart with making it a duet. Like I can't yeah. tell you how much the song elevates because of the duet of it. Yeah, yeah. So the and first one happened, and I heard this, and I was like, "All right, there you go, Mike. Good job." <laughs> I like <this> so, <laughs> I feel that they did on this one what they what the other people did on the first one, where they kind of toned down the intensity of it, and they did it better than the first people. Mm. Like they were In able the to pull cover. it off. What? The maps cover is better. Than the maps cover toned down is better than the how's it going to be toned oh, down interesting. for me. Because I feel like they bring it up at the end. And the, I think it's indicative to how the song is. Yeah. Because if you listen to the... Like, it has that, like, drawn out, like, I'm just going to repeat, repeat, repeat at the end. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Compared to the original, it's a little... Uh, that's another thing that I was thinking, is I'd like to hear these two people do a cover of another song that has more of a melody. Mm-hmm. Because I think they'd be really good for that. Yeah. like, But they did a really good job with this one. It made yeah. me like the song. It made me want to listen to the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe no, no, no. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, so getting into track number three here, we've got Dreams by Lissy off of uh, When I'm Alone, the Piano Retrospective. Um, coming in at four minutes and 14 seconds. Dreams, song by Fleetwood Mac, um, from their 11th studio album. It is crazy oh, that Rumors, Rumors was their 11th is their album. 11th. That's why it's okay. so fucking good. Okay. Right? Because, yeah. like, Rumors is one of the most amazing albums ever made. 
We it's gotta get into this so whole Fleetwood fucking Mac thing. Good. I have so uh. many questions about Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah. Um in the States here, Dreams was released as the second single off of Rumors um in nineteen seventy seven. Uh let's see. Yeah. So we won't really get into Fleetwood Mac, but Rumors is one of my favorite albums ever made. And I am I would say that I'm not a Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm a huge fan of Rumors. I'm a huge fan of they have another song called Tusk, or maybe there's a song called Tusk, and I can't remember what album that is. I like that album as well, but I love Stevie Nicks. Yeah, big Stevie Nicks fan. Well, that's kind of what I want to get into with this whole Fleetwood Mac thing. Okay, I I don't know who Fleetwood Mac is for. Who is Fleetwood? Who Mac? is Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're such a unique band. Yeah, and Rumors is an awesome album. Right. I don't listen to Fleetwood Mac or. Stevie Nicks, but yeah. I I know them, and they were popular in their time. I guess when Rumors came out, they're probably popular. I don't even yeah, know they if were anything... already popular. They were, yeah, okay, because it was like a, a tabloidy like known that the band was having relationship issues, which is what Rumors is all built on. Oh. Like the band, there was two main couples in the band, and they were splitting up after being married for a long time. Oh, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. so. What kind of music did they make? And what other bands were there like Fleetwood Mac during that time? I don't know because it's so hard because the 70s was so filled with bands that could sound like Fleetwood Mac but don't. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's a – I don't even know how to put it. But there's a specific sound to the 70s that like Carole King is really popular for um, where it's just like we're – we've got a female front – a female lead singer's – Right. And everything is kind of that like rainbow and sunshiny esque. Yeah. Seventies music. But they're real musicians. Yes. Not that Carol King and the bands that she played with wasn't real musicians, but like the way that they played were so unique to them. Yeah. It, it's like when you hear early Who and then you hear later Who, you're like, What happened? Yeah. Like, what? Wh- how did you go from this band that was the Who to, like, this other band that's still in sound, you know? Yeah. When I listen to Rumors and Fleetwood Mac from this album, it feels like an album that I could never be like, oh, yeah, it came out in 1977. Like, I could, it could have came out in 1969. It could have came out in 1985. Yeah. It could have came out in 1990. Like, I don't, I don't know because the songs are so, like, iconic. Yeah, and yeah. I, like... I found out about them in the 90s, I think. Right. And they were on the radio still, like on yeah. modern radio stations. They would just pop up everywhere. Like, girls love Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because it doesn't seem like girl music. Guys love Fleetwood Mac. Well, right? that's what it was different back then. There was like Fleetwood Mac, there was Heart, right? There was yeah. Jonah Jet. That was like this, like, uh, Janis Joplin was probably the first one, yeah. right? Where it's like, I was going to kind of compare them exactly. to Janis Joplin, but obviously very different. Yeah, but still, like Janis Joplin was doing her own thing too. Yeah, she was more of like the the front man to the backup band. Yeah, where Fleetwood Mac, they're like an ensemble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were there was a growing trend in like female led bands. That was more aggressive. That wasn't just like the Carol Kings of the world. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Fleetwood Mac, not aggressive. Very soft, but oh, yeah. still a rock band. Yeah. Like, 
they're uh, they're like Kansas and Boston, like exactly with those yes. types, which are rock bands. Yeah, for sure. I never got it. I never understood where they came from or what happened to them. Yeah, or like why people not say white people. No, <laughs> white people. <laughs> I don't understand white people. No, Kansas and Boston is like a perfect comparison stylistically yeah. to them. Yeah, I would get maybe Boston probably uses more like wind flutes <laughs> <laughs> that's what modern music is lacking wind flutes <laughs> i don't know if there's other type of flutes Pan i just flutes. want to say wind flutes oh yeah there's you know hydraulic flutes <laughs> there's uh mechanical flutes <laughs> there's all kinds of flutes. all right uh so were you are you guys a, a fan of this song yes yeah like before hearing the cover. yes okay yeah, <laughs> pre-cover, like pre-cover. All that being said, I think this is a difficult song to cover, mm, but also, mm. I think there are a few covers of this. Like it's widely covered. Yeah, Stevie Nicks, she's got a voice. Yeah, that's like you're you're gonna cover Stevie Nicks, okay? <laughs> yeah, there's one other cover uh, by Ooh. Bethany something of the band Best Coast. She did um, uh, Storms, Thunderstorm, what's it called? Storms. Yeah. Uh, but they took it off Spotify. Like, they took it off everywhere. I can't find it. Hmm. But it reminded me of this. Yeah. That one caught my attention. Such a good cover. Yeah. But there's a lot of shitty Stevie Nicks covers out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dixie Chicks. It's <laughs> a great cover, though. Or now, The Chicks. RJ, is this no. is Fleetwood Mac in your wheelhouse? I mean, I never listened to them, but I know of them. Yeah, they're um, like one of those bands. They're not yeah. Hotel California. <laughs> well, that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> or a building. Yeah. Depending on your perspective. That's all I was waiting for okay. to say that. <laughs> but no. Um, the Eagles. They I would listened fit to the Eagles. Yeah, they would. They are that yeah. type. Yacht Rock. Um, it's Yacht Rock. <laughs> it kind of is Yacht Rock. Little Yachty. Yeah. Little Yachty. <laughs> Lausanne? So, I mean, I I heard them. They played. They're on the radio. I've heard, you know. But it's like I never listened to them. I never gave time to be like, ooh, I want to listen to Fleetwood Mac. I listened to Rumors after uh, hearing this. And I've heard it before, but I never paid attention to it. And I listened to it after this. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking great album. Yeah. Like, I want to listen to a lot more Fleetwood Mac. I didn't know this was their 11th album. That's That's so crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. So how'd you guys feel towards the cover? Breaking it. it breaking it all down. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah, I like this one. This one was my favorite yeah. on the whole mixtape. She does a perfect copycat, but making it her own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she you know she's doing Stevie Nicks, but <laughs> yeah. you're like, but it's it's your own interpretation. It's not like the dude. Who's doing what band? Is it Kansas? That's the the little guy from the Philippines. Journey. Oh, Journey. 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 Yeah. Okay. He's my cousin. Where? <laughs> Why do you say Journey all the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, so with the Journey so guy. We're there. We're there. We're there. <laughs> so come together. He's just copying what's his face, right? Yeah. He's just doing his very best impression. Where this this gal, she's doing a Stevie Nicks esque, but it's yes. not Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Does that make sense. I listen to some of her other songs, mm-hmm. and she has the same voice. Yes. So it's like she was influenced by Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like 
the other songs that she did. I didn't listen to too much. She's got a Gaga. She's got a Ooh. Bad Romance cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she has a Kid one. Cudi cover as well. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about him. We altogether. said the last song. Well, I, I said the last one reminded me of Taylor Swift. This one, hmm. besides Stevie Nicks, of course. Right, Curry. I heard it, <laughs> and I was like a little bit of Miley Cyrus. Oh, I can yeah. see that. And I was like the raspiness of yeah. it, and I'm yeah. like, I like the song this much more. Like, yeah. it, it, I enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if I could choose, like, not choose, if I had to choose between this and the original, it'd be tough for me. I agree. It's, like, yeah. right there. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Which is kind of, and I was going to say, when you're doing a Fleetwood Mac or Stevie Nicks cover, you kind of have to sound like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. But, to prove me wrong, it's Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins doing right. Landslide. Yeah, exactly. Which was sick. Yeah. And honestly, even the Dixie Chicks version of Landslide was not too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, this one was my favorite one on the album. I like the change of pace with the piano. Mm-hmm. Like it was placed well too in mm-hmm. the in the playlist. Mm-hmm. It could have gone in space in the in the fourth position. Yeah, but it works really well here too. It was a nice breaking up of it. It still had like not a duet, not a duet. Yeah, and it had. Um, a little bit of like quiet intensity to it mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the first two. Yeah. So I I definitely That's, listened to this one on its own. Like instead of playing the playlist from the beginning, I listened to this one on its own mm. a few times. I liked it. You like quiet intensity. In I do. Yes. I like, yeah, like bare bones, like mm-hmm. minimalist uh, with like big vocals. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why I like Julian Baker so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love the song. Yeah. It's a great song. Oh, yeah. All right. I definitely want to listen to more Fleetwood Mac now. Moving on over here <laughs> to track number four. We've got Africa being covered by Tyler Ward and Lisa Cimarelli, um, off of Tyler Ward's album, He Said, She Said, from 2019. That name sounds familiar, Tyler Ward. Well, I've got a surprise. Okay. For you. It's not him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's uh, the song's four minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, so, Africa, everyone knows the song. It's by Toto. Toto. I didn't know it was made in 1981 off their fourth album. I didn't know it was that old. For some reason, I was like, I would have guessed like 88. Yeah, late for some 80s. Reason. 80s. Yeah. That is hmm, pretty 81. old. That's coming off a of disco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that most people and 2020 know that Africa gets covered by Weezer and people seem to lose their shit over it. And I'm like, this song sucks. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. The Weezer one's terrible. Yes. I don't yeah. know why they like did it as a joke or something like, like a fan dared them or I can't remember what it was. And then they like actually did it. And I'm like, their cover is just like, okay. It's the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like they just did the song. I don't think Weezer's been doing anything good, though. So, like, this might be the best thing they've done in years. They have, well, what, what was the song? Calif- Beverly Hills. <laughs> what is the lead singer's name? Uh, Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. So him and Haley Williams did a Rainbow Connection. 
from the Muppets. Yeah, Ooh, that's sick. And I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that song. That I song literally makes me tear up when <laughs> I hear it. It's such thing. a sad song to me. So when I used to, when I started boxing, I would, <laughs> I, would <laughs> okay. I would, I am the rainbow connection. <laughs> I would, I use my record player and I would use that as a boxing timer. So I would play one side and box yeah. and then I would flip it over and play the next side. And I didn't have very many records, but I bought the Muppets soundtrack to the original movie <laughs> and that song came on and I was like, Punching the bag, just punching <laughs> just like slowing down, crying. Lovers <laughs> and <laughs> me, <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> and I just I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. you can't get song. mad and listen to Kermit singing. No, <laughs> um, yeah, Africa. And I will say that uh, my wife loves the song. She lived in Africa for like five or six months, um, so this was just like a song that they loved singing there. Uh, for whatever reason they like it in africa no like the oh, group okay. that she went <laughs> okay. with was like we love this song and i was like okay cool so anyway okay. she loves the song Got it. um that makes more sense weirdly enough what they loved listening to in the town that she was in in uganda is they would they have these like loudspeakers throughout the town because it's like a, there's a lot of muslim like towns there right mm. um so there's a lot of loudspeakers throughout the town and what they would play um bef- like throughout the day was just the opening notes to the Celine Dion Titanic song. Like, what? Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> like that, they would just like play that before my, like people would talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> my heart will go on yeah, yeah, for their yeah. speeches. Yes. <laughs> what? They would just like randomly just start playing. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, anyways. So yeah, Africa, it's one of those songs that everyone seems to know. I will say that before I heard this cover, I did not understand the song Africa at all. Did not understand it. Not that uh, I didn't like it, uh, yeah, but that I, fundamentally I did not understand why you miss the rains down in Africa. <laughs> I mean, I thought that this was kind of like the Men at Work, I Come From a Land Down Under right, yeah. song. Yeah. Where it's just like, I'm from Australia. <laughs> like, I thought this was just, I miss the rains in Africa. <laughs> like, yeah. there's more to it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Um, People ask me, I would be like, it's a song about Africa yeah, stuff. It's like, he likes <laughs> the rain. Yeah. I get it. I like the rain. All right. So, Tyler Ward, uh, he's an American independent singer, songwriter, and producer. Ward has become well-known artist through his use of social media, posting mix of covers and originals on YouTube. So if you look this guy up on YouTube, he is gigantic. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's where I've heard of him then. Yeah. He's done a lot of covers. Hmm. Um, he's done a couple of um, – he, he did like Shallows recently. He's done like Let It Go, I think. Like he's just a guy who's was found a niche where he's like, I'm, I'm going to get – I'm going to be a YouTube star for music. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Boy Avenue. Boys, yeah. yeah, Boy Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> Boy Street. Boy Street, baby. yeah. yeah. Now, Lisa Cimarelli, you ready for this? Okay. Uh-oh. That now, sounds familiar. She's too. part of a singing group uh, that I believe is called the Cimarellis. <laughs> okay. Original name. And they're a singing group from El Dorado Hills, California. What? What? <laughs> Do you know any of this before putting <laughs> no, these songs I in there? No, I did not know this. <sighs> now, what? for people who don't know, El Dorado Hills is a small town here outside of Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Going up towards where we grew up, right? Yeah, and it's a it's a well known town for its wealth, basically, right? 
All right, so uh, they first gained popularity on YouTube uh, singing cover music. They were subsequently signed to Universal's Music's uh, Island label, now composing and writing their own song. Uh, Cimarelli is made up of five sisters, Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Uh, Their older brother, Mike Jr., was a member of the group from 2007 to 2008, while their youngest sister, Danny, was a member from 2010 to up until recently hmm. um i believe they have uh five girls and five boys in their um yes jesus they're catholics uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh but they're mostly made up of acapella singing and with occasional instruments huh yeah literally from eldorado hills wow there's a good chance that you have ran into one of these. Yeah. Well, because they're the a names, big ass family. The name sounds familiar. Yeah. But I think there's. I, what, yeah, I don't know. That last name sounds. Cimarelli. I think it's a property management company that's owned <laughs> by. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Gotta, look Fucking crazy. We've got a dude from Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> All people that I've never heard of before. So is that what people from Sacramento do is they just do cover songs yeah. on YouTube? <laughs> this is all we're good for. Yeah. <laughs> so I think since you found most of these on Spotify, I think Spotify is like, oh, this is your location. Here's local artist. Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Up. I don't know. I don't do that with other Because bands. I'm pretty sure I found most of these from from finding an acoustic covers playlist and just going through those. So I don't know. Yeah. They may. It could but be. I yeah. don't know. I don't hmm. know their algorithms. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Gotta look into this. Um, yeah, this one. RJ, you go. You go on this one. <laughs> not ready. Let's start off with Africa. Oh, yeah. Where do you stand with Africa? All right. Not the continent, but... You want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this song came out in 81. I've heard it. Everybody's heard it. Yeah. And I don't really know the context besides it's a song about Africa stuff. <laughs> Made I, by a band named Toto. Yeah. Toto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know much about it. It was one of those pop songs kind of like on the, you know, the radio. I know the melody. I know the song. Okay. That's all. I never thought about it. Now the cover, yeah. Um, you know the what's I? Th- I think they're maybe got famous on YouTube, but that Pentatonics, yes, yeah, reminds me of stuff like acapella stuff, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. This song is my favorite song on the mix. Oh yeah, Daddy! I Speak was like, to me. I love Speak this, to me, Daddy. Like the fourth song would come on, and I'm like, "Ooh, it's this song again." Yeah. <laughs> I I love this cover. It was a fantastic. I still don't know what exactly the song is about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I did look it up. I don't know if you have this on any of your notes, but it, did, it was on Genius.com, and it just kind of talks about lyrics. So I don't know if this is actually sounds made up. What the artist <laughs> said, SmartGuy.com. <laughs> but it was just based on like uh, you see what happens in Africa. From social media, not social media, because I was the eighties. Just kind of <laughs> on television, Facebook in the eighties, and it was kind Africa. of an interpretation of like what a person in like America would see on TV, right? And, yes, and like kind of stuff like that. You're like you're you. This person is obviously in love with Africa mm-hmm. for whatever reason. They're in love with Africa now. Whether it was seeing the little African children on the TV. Because that was big in the 80s or seeing or maybe they went there and like toured and played a show. I'm not sure. But like you can tell this person is in love with Africa. 
Ah, okay. I, yeah, I did. I it never gave a thought to what this song is about. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard it was on an episode of Scrubs when JD yeah. was in a bathtub. He loves that song. Singing yeah. Africa by Toto. It was yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Um, and I love the song. And uh, you know what? I probably have heard it before that, but I didn't really remember it or know it was by the band Toto. Yeah. Um, I don't know another song by Toto. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I think they're pretty popular, but. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> um, that being said, this was my least favorite song on the playlist. You're fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I listened to this so many times, and I didn't like it. But it's because it sounds like a song you would hear on like The Voice or American Idol, which is fine. Uh. I think most of these songs would be like stuff you see on American Idol and stuff. Uh, this one was vocally the back more three for sure. Yeah, like because in the end, like the last chorus and the bridge, they were doing like the vocal mm. runs and stuff. That's the pentatonics thing that I. Yes, they would layer it. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, but it just reminded me of something that they would do on the Voice on one of their like song battle things. I couldn't get past voice. that. Oh, yeah, but you're crazy. I don't think <laughs> I don't think there's another way to cover this song. Like, I can't think of... I mean, oh, Weezer tried to do I it. I feel like there is... I if, like it better than the Weezer version. Yes. <laughs> Upstrokes on there. You got it's funny that song. you say that there's no other way that you should... Like, you don't think that there would be another way to cover the song? Because I feel like this is the... I've heard plenty of Africa covers. Mm. And this is the most unique version that I've ever heard. Okay. And the, and the duet is what it is. Yeah. Like... So for me, like I just heard the Africa song and I was like, okay, it's obviously a white dude who likes Africa. Like that's what I understood the song to be, right? Yeah. And to put it as a duet to where it feels like a relationship. So it's different <laughs> for like, I like Africa too. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Like just take Africa. Like I almost look at Africa like Casablanca. Like Casablanca is in Africa, but <laughs> As, like, a meeting place for these lovers. Okay. Like, this was a place where these two lovers got together. They fucked. Right? Yeah. And they're they're reminiscing and they're missing that time that they had in their life. Hmm. That's... When I listen to this song, I look listen to it as a love story. And I don't know if that's the interpretation of the original song, but that's how I understand Africa now, that it's a love story between these two lovers. <laughs> all right i don't know if i'm jumping ahead at all uh-huh. let's jump besides the oh, covering God. of songs was there another theme to this playlist uh mm. because okay okay so i i was going <laughs> I through about theme, and i was kind of looking at something each else. individual track <laughs> then i got to this one i'm like this one doesn't fit with the whole love scheme so oh, like, but it does. No, but the, okay, okay. With you, your description, <laughs> that explanation, of it, yeah, it, it makes works. more sense. Yeah. Besides just being like, "Yo, Africa, cool." <laughs> yeah, I interpret it purely as a love song. Like I interpret it because I've never heard a duet of Africa. I don't think I've heard another duet, but let alone a duet like this, where it's two people that are in love with, in my opinion, an idea that is gone. Yeah, because that's what a fleeting moment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so that matches for me the other songs 
because all the songs are kind of like in love limbo of some type. Yeah, right? I saw that, and this was the like you know the outlier, and I was like, eh. not to me though, bro, not to me. It's right there. <laughs> it, it fit right. There. It fit with the other ones, but for me, this one it had. <sighs> You're gonna hate me for saying this, but it had a corny aspect to it. Oh, that's Ooh, so, I so that sorry. Word. But that's <laughs> the song does. It does. That's what's so it good does. about it is the song is corny. Yeah. Right. And so, like, I feel like when Weezer does it, they're like, I'm they're not going to be ironically. Corny. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This, they're like, no, we're really talented at singing and going back and forth. And this is how the song should be. Yeah. I don't know. This one didn't do it for me. <laughs> I couldn't get, I tried too because I was like, I like this song. Uh, I can but listen to the song. I, I want to listen to more. Repeat. I want to listen to more <laughs> covers of the song Africa and see if like I like any of them because it yeah. might just be a case where. You probably just don't like the song. No, I like the original. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. the thing. But maybe I like the original it's too more. Much. <laughs> maybe I like it too much. I don't know. I never give it this much thought. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those songs that I feel like. There can't be a good cover of it. See, me and RJ are on the same page. I would say that for me, this is my favorite song on the mix. Mm -hmm. And my least favorite song on the mix is How's It Gonna Be? Mm. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. And my least favorite is this one, but it was Maps at one point. Right. And that's your favorite. Uh, I like this one. That was Africa. Oh, yeah. But you liked it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see where we land on this last one. <laughs> uh, last song on the mix, track number five, I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me, uh, performed by Rachel Brown off of uh, an EP in 2015 called The Band, maybe. Um, I Want to Dance with Somebody was the first single from Whitney Houston's second studio album, Whitney. is released in 1987. It was produced, uh, that's not important, um, blah, 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 blah. Yes, so how do you guys feel towards Whitney. Whitney. I love Whitney. <laughs> I love her voice. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a bad song by her. I think I kind of grew up listening to Whitney Houston through yeah. my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, she had that style. Like, she had this. I think she had Mariah Carey. Yeah, maybe some Janet explains Jackson. That explains a lot. I think some Janet Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of that just that That explains style. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Negative against Mariah Carey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Whitney Houston. She's got an amazing voice. Yes. Like, cannot be replicated. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. RJ? That's, that's how I feel about Whitney Houston. Whitney. Whitney had, she had her hits. And as I said, Mariah Carey, she can sing. Yeah. You're just not into it? I never had an album. I never had a record. It was, I've heard the song. I'm you guys have not seen the Whitney documentary from a couple no. years ago. It's super good. Huh. Um, it dives in. She has a super interesting struggle with addiction yeah. and a little bit of a sexual identity with her. Um, so it dives hmm. further into that. But it made Whitney Houston more compelling to me because she's like, she's one of these uh, like pop icons that it's like, oh, it's Whitney Houston. Like I'm never gonna yeah. go out of my way to listen to Whitney Houston. Yeah, but it's just like a pop icon that you're like, oh yeah, there's you know Michael Jackson, there's Whitney Houston, 
You know, there's Mariah Carey. There's Lady just, Gaga, yeah, maybe? Well, I like that. She's Gaga. modern, though. Rah, like, rah. That's why we're into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. hits, I think I would pick more Whitney Houston over Mariah Carey. Just kind of like, oh, I like her better. Yeah. Um, I might agree with you there. That's yeah. a grain of salt, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a grain of pepper. I would say that uh, Whitney Houston's songs are less easy to date. Maybe that's your issue. Or Mariah Carey, it's yeah. like, oh, this is 1996. Yeah. yeah. This is 1993. It's like <laughs> defining the yeah. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like Whitney Houston could have been early 80s for yeah, a while. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy is she's just a hair uh, coming before Mariah Carey, like mm. just by a couple years, right? And between these two singers, they basically ruined female singing going forward. Because every pop singer was yeah. like, we need to sing like who? Yeah. <laughs> that was a female. And they all tried to do it. And yeah. in my opinion, most of them failed horribly. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is when like TLC and the groups were coming out. Even passing, you know? going into Britney Spears, well, going Britney into Spears Christina Aguilera. I'd say that's where it fell <laughs> off. Like, that's where talent had nothing to do with yeah. it. Yeah. You know? 90s was like the boy bands and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, 90s was like the gospel era. Like, that's when they really pulled from gospel. Like, had the big, powerful voices. You know, like, even when we were listening to Mike's last mix with uh, Casey and JoJo. Yeah. Like, powerful singers. Motown. Motown. Voice yeah. to Men. Mm-hmm. Like those were that was the sound of the '90s, and then uh, something happened in the 2000s where we just didn't give a shit about talent. Yeah, but even it kind of crossed over into some of the boy bands too, because like Justin Timberlake was kind of forced to like w- when he was in and sync, like do it like this. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you have to do this. I, I there's a there's either a real word for the way that they hit the range of notes that they do, or it's the word that they use to make fun of them for hitting the range of notes. But when they're just like going all over the place with the range of notes that they're doing at a really high pitched, uh, whatever voice. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, even some boy bands were kind of forced to be like, no, you need to sound like this. Yeah. 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 So Whitney Houston and Mike, they kind of ruined it for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not too many people that I feel like Adele has come back. As one of those figures. Yeah, but she slows it down. Like, yeah. she doesn't do it quite as all over the place. And Lady know? Gaga is kind of the same way, but yeah. she does more dance stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But she has that voice. It's just masked behind, like, a pop persona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's not too many, like, they can't survive in this music economy we have now. Like, you can't right. have a Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey. No. Like, that's just people on American Idol or The Voice. Yeah, exactly. And they, you know... They do okay for a few years, and they fizzle out. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. So Rachel Brown, she was born and raised in New York City. She's the daughter of an Ethiopian-born American fashion designer, Amsel Abera, and executive Neil Brown, a New Jersey native with Bermudian and South Carolina roots. (laughs) So this is what's interesting about her. Uh, She attended Harvard. Uh, She developed her passion for music in her spare time, and graduated uh, cum laude and was selected as one of Harvard's 15 most interesting seniors. <laughs> and then in 2009, she was visiting family in Bermuda, and Brown found herself at an open mic night called Chustick. Uh The night led to her return to Bermuda later that year to perform at their annual musical Beach Fest, 
which in turn led to her performing later that summer at the Bermuda National Stadium opening for Robin Thicke and Mary J. Blige at the Bermuda and at the Bermuda Music Festival opening for John Legend and Quincy Jones. Hmm. In 2010, Brown was the recipient of the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers Foundation Robert Allen Award selected by the ASCAP membership staff. So weird beginnings. Yeah. To be like, I'm real smart, go to Harvard, and then I just open my mic. (laughs) And then literally, it's like two years, a year later. Yeah, a year later, she's opening for John Legend and Quincy Jones. Yeah. That's crazy. This is like uh, Star is Born. Yeah, exactly. Accelerated into... In Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. All right. So, how do you guys feel towards the cover for I Want to Dance with Somebody? I loved it. Do you? Yeah. Interesting. I love this one. You're all over the place for me on this. You know, I got <laughs> I got my reasons, but uh, no, I like this one because it was uh it wasn't just the cover. Like yeah. this one was a case where they orchestrated their own song. It was totally different from the original, but still had a like still had the intensity of uh of the original song. I like the finger style guitar as opposed to just like strumming the chords. Oh yeah, you know I like the uh, just total strip down, and her voice was great for it. Um, not even close to Whitney Houston. No, not at all. Nothing like it. Yeah, like raspy. I would say maybe the most opposite of yeah. all the covers. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I, that's why I liked it. Like I like covers like that when. Uh, you know, it's a lot different, like very far removed from the original. All right. And RJ thoughts. So desires, wants, <laughs> needs. So opposite of Devin, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was, where to do this to me? <laughs> <Hoo-wah>. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a cover. And, I mean, oh, if it was I, so much more than a cover. I had to pick it. I'd be like, I'd probably pick the original just because it's catchy. It has a little poppy melody to it. The cover, like, it was just, it was all right for me. Ooh, I would choose the cover over the original, I think, any day. I wouldn't choose either. Yes. Because, no, no. Like, they're so different that I feel like you don't have to choose, say one's better than the other. Mm. No, they're, they're two separate. I feel like it's so entities. unique from the original that you can say, like, this is a standalone song with the yeah. same lyrics as another song. Hmm, interesting. It's composed differently. Yeah. It's in a different key, probably. I don't know that for a fact, but it sounds like <laughs> it. <laughs> like, it, they put in work to compose another song based on a popular song. But it's interesting. The last song, Devin Hated, I Loved. Yeah. So we flipped yeah. with the way that it was produced. <laughs> a lover's <Yeah>. quarrel. Yeah. <laughs> Very upset with you right now. <laughs> and this is the, so three of the songs on the mix are duets, and there's two that are not. Yeah. Right? Ooh. Yeah. So Dreams and this song, they're not. Those two were my favorite. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I do like duets, though. I want to defend <laughs> duets here. I want it on record. I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea of me. I like duets. I'm okay with duets. See, I don't know if you could point, like pick anything like that, because the, the first one I didn't like either, even though that was the duet. Um, and then the last one, which is just by themselves. 
Yeah, no, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the middle of the mix I loved. This was an interesting playlist for us to do because as opposed to thinking about the original songs and saying how we feel about the original songs, it's right. really about these covers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like if it if you made a playlist of just these five original songs, I don't know how we would be receiving it. You know, like oh, if they you wouldn't. had, yeah, if you had a third eye blind song, <laughs> then going into maps by the yeah 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 those two you might be able to pull off, and I feel like Africa and I want to dance with somebody. I think you yeah, pull off those and then Fleetwood Mac does kind of yeah, it kind of bridges the gap between them. Yeah, <laughs> in the context of this playlist, yeah. If it wasn't, I would say you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> all right, or all right. But it has a theme of love. Okay, so but that would tie it all. How together. many songs have a theme of love? You know, all of them. A <laughs> ton of songs. Like, do you do you want to know the other theme that I have for this? Yes. All right. So <laughs> this is gonna throw things off for making. I'm staring playlists. at you right now. For people that can't see, I'm continue. Um, I feel like so, RJ is going to like downgrade your score. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might five out of five. <laughs> Don't ruin it. So this isn't like a, a, a big, big thing. Right. But okay. So I wanted to make a, a group of songs, right. That could be on a playlist that are covers that all kind of feel similar. Give or take a crescendo in Africa. Right. Yeah. That, for me, can be put in any order. Yes. I don't, for me personally, I think the songs are so similar to their tone and tempo. And because you don't, because you see the name, and if you don't know the artist, when you're first listening to it, you're not sure what you're going to be in for. Like, you're, you're you're not exactly sure. So, for me, like... When you're listening to something like this for the first time, you're you're listening to it odd because you're like, what am I going to listen to? Yeah. Like, what kind of a cover am I going to be listening? Because I don't know who they are, but I know the song. Yeah. Right. And so because of that, I don't think personally that there is any wrong or right order to put these songs in. I really do think that they could just be like, you could put Africa first. I don't care. Uh, it's weird that you say that because I didn't bother to do like uh, a reordering oh. like we usually do. Interesting. Yeah, just I didn't even put any thought into it. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not like it's not like oh yeah, like these songs fit perfectly together. Yeah. It's like yeah, these are fine. And I thought about like mixing, like changing three with four. I was like, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> like, why am I gonna? try to reorder this yeah. it doesn't matter yeah like, it's like you could yeah. put africa at the end if you wanted to because it has a big crescendo but yeah. it's like they all start and kind of end the same yeah where they start slow and they end they just end yeah <laughs> i that being said i did like this one as the last song really interesting. yeah you could have done like a since you have three duets and mm-hmm. two solos could do like a duet solo duet solo duet right Still wouldn't change it for me. <laughs> like, I, I agree. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. I kind of looked at the lyrics versus the music for the organization of it. And I saw these songs, listened to them, looked up the lyrics, and I was like, all right, kind of has a love base to the themes except for Africa. 
And I'm like, I don't see that one. But then I started like moving around in my head. And I'm like, you know, honestly, I don't know if I switched one with two, two to three. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all the same. Yeah. yeah. Literally, I can't figure out a nice way of presenting this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's what he's going for. So I see that. I, and yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, so I, I don't. Have no issue with the order. Yeah, I don't think that there's any right or wrong way to put them. And I kind of feel like when, when for me, when I listen to this mix, it just kind of like blends together. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, once you've listened to it a couple of times, like, it's not surprising. It just, every song just kind of flows into the next song. Yeah. And like you said on, when when I tease the name, you're like, oh, is it, I can listen to it in the bathtub. And I'm like, yeah. this is the perfect yeah. song of mix. So just nice be like, bathtub yeah, mix. it's just nice. It's calming. There's no, like, once you've listened to it a couple of times, it's not super surprising. You know what to expect at this point. But the first times going into it, you're kind of like, on pins and needles because you're like, what is going to happen going? next? Especially exactly. starting with how's it going to be. Yeah. I didn't know how that was going to go. And yeah. I was like, and, uh, I think going into it, there was a little bit of like musical anxiety. Yeah. And then that kind of set the tone for everything. Yeah. Putting that one at the front was like, this is the one that like is going to set the tone for everything else. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You could put them in any, any fucking order. Yeah, really. I just wanted to. I just put a covers. This type of cover is my favorite type of cover, and I just chose some of my favorite songs that I like that are this type of cover, and I just like threw them together. And I no particular order. I just put them on there. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't even think about it. I just put them on there. Right. So I like to do my own little thing, and I created my own playlist off of this. Ooh, and I called it covered. Uh, and they're all the original songs. Oh, so okay. listening okay. to them, I'm like, mm, I like the covers better. <laughs> I thought you the, were going to say that this inspired you ensemble. to create your own covers mixtape. Mm, that's what Wait, I was doing. Wait, like Raj. all of the covers better than the originals? No, 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 not all of them. But it's like uh, just the way that they flowed versus like, you know, also Third Eye Blind to... Oh, so you actually yeah. put the originals. Mm, that's why oh, I called them covered. Okay. Uncovered. Okay. Yeah, probably. If I was thinking about that, I would start with maps maybe first. Maps. Just because of that intro. I wouldn't do How's It Gonna Be for the first one. No, I'd probably end it maybe Dreams. Yeah. I don't even know. So that's, even know. <laughs> that's a weird <laughs> Yeah, listening yeah. to it the way that you organized it, thing, you know. And it's just kind of, it didn't, it didn't flow. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. back to the covers. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. This did inspire me to make a mixtape of my own with covers. I'm excited to hear your guys' covers. Currently working on. Like yeah. you're going to make your own songs and then get approved through Spotify. Exactly. I started a band. <laughs> this is Devin. Yeah. It's called Iron Panther. And it's just all cover songs. Beyond the Ren. Beyond the Ren. <laughs> Little Bird. <laughs> Flying so spoken high. word, <laughs> yeah. Spoken word covers <laughs> spoken of red. '80s pop songs. <laughs> I want to dance with somebody. Uh, so I think uh, my friend Sean he brought up the other day. What was that na- guy's name? Bradley Cooper. Um, no, that did like <laughs> spoken word uh, emo poems. Oh, do you remember that guy? Yeah. I am hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> I think his name was Bradley something. I can't remember, but <laughs> yeah, that guy was ridiculous. There was another guy that did the song about suicide. Uh, shit, what was his name? Elliot Smith. It was on. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not every song is about <laughs> um, He had like a a song that was on the radio. It's a big hit. Hmm. And it was like everything that you're going to miss if you kill yourself. It was a spoken word song. Weird. Do you remember the song? Oh, yes. Yeah. Something about a bicycle seat or something like that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 It was kind of a cool song. I remember that. I liked it. I but want to ride a... my bicycle. No, no that was no. Queen. That's not about suicide. <laughs> no, no. You know that guy? Yeah. about suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one that died of HIV? He had a mustache. Yeah. It's like Jupiter or something. I don't know. Fat bottom <laughs> girls make me want to kill myself. Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> okay. That's something completely different. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to hear what you guys... Because thinking of it, thinking of covers to put on a mix is interesting because... You're thinking of two things. You're thinking, I don't know if they like the original song. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they'll like the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's tricky. That's okay. why I kept them all pretty similar. Because I'm like, at least they're all similar. Like, yeah. at least they're all the same thing. <laughs> so after I heard this, I was like, I want to make a covers playlist. Like, yeah. I love covers. Yeah. I, I listen to covers, like, back to back, like, on YouTube mostly. Um there's a whole thing called AV Undercover mm-hmm. that the AV Club, the website, uh, yeah. does where these cool bands come in and cover cool songs. Yeah. Like they pick them from a list, and as soon as a band picks it, it gets crossed off the list, and somebody gets left with the last song. It's like a whole series that I love watching. It's a cool concept. Yeah. And uh, Triple J in Australia does something called Like a Version that has famous artists come in and do cool remixes. Yeah. Um, so I started making a playlist, and I got so stuck in the weeds. Like, I didn't know where to go with it. <laughs> I have so many different ideas. Now, I have, like, four different playlists yeah. that I want to make with just what? covers, but I can't, I can't bring them all together. Yeah, it's hard because you, you, there's also, like, there's covers that I feel like would be overpowering uh, mm-hmm. uh, in certain to other covers. So, like, um, Chris Cornell has oh. uh, the cover of... Um, Oh, what am I thinking? Billy Jean. Billy Jean, yeah. Yeah. And that would just demolish every one of the covers on this mix. Yeah. If I put that, that's one of my favorite yeah. covers that I've heard. Yeah. But it would just like destroy <laughs> the rest yeah. of the songs. Yeah. So powerful. Cause, yeah, exactly. It's such a strong song. Yeah. <laughs> and that one is a good example of a cover being so different from the right. original. Yes. Completely different context, yeah. too. Like you can take something else from the song. Like kind of like the last song on this, the uh, I want to dance with somebody, like completely redone version. Yeah, that's the kind of cover I like. Yeah, but yeah, I made a couple different playlists, and it <laughs> took me like twelve straight hours of just like <laughs> moving songs around and like, yeah, yeah. So that's coming up someday. All right. Well, you guys uh, ready to rate this mixtape? Mm-hmm. Rate the mixtape. Well, no, after, after you, Devin. No, no, after <laughs> you. I insist. So, I had my grievances about certain songs. <laughs> okay. But I did love the middle of it. Okay. Um, like an Oreo cookie. With oh, the best part. <laughs> <laughs> the best part's the cookie. And Weird side note. Is I dip my Oreos in water. You said this to me before. <laughs> and it's something that hasn't left my head for years. All right, I'm leaving. And it upsets me so <laughs> much. I'm out. How do you do you eat cereal? 
Yeah. Yeah. And how do you eat cereal? With milk. Okay. But I prefer 2%. Would you? That's fine. Would you eat <laughs> cereal fine. with water? Yeah, I've had uh, cereal <sighs> with powdered milk, and it's pretty good. With powdered My milk? mom does yeah. that. It's pretty good. You just put water in there with your powdered milk, and you mix it all together. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> why do I don't, you even... I don't like milk. That's why. Why do you even dip the Oreos? Put it in like an almond milk or oat milk you or something. Almond milk is delicious, but no, the water just makes it soggy <gasps> in all the right ways. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get it. <laughs> Try almond milk. Try if you eat milk. like a Chips Ahoy, do you like? Yes. Do you like oh, this is fat good. Chips but Ahoy I... cookies and milk is delicious. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but you, if you just take a couple of Oreos, just go underneath your water faucet and your sink. Oh, no. Just, just, just let it drizzle. <laughs> like a cat drinking yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. Water. Just let it drizzle in there for a second. Get you gotta pinch the sides to see it, the sogginess. Uh, it's not fresh produce. <laughs> you don't need to wash it before you eat it. It's a cookie. <laughs> you eat the cookie. <laughs> Gross. All right. Your score dropped down. <laughs> oh, upsets me. All right. So I, go back I, I like the middle of the the mix and the first second or the first and the last song. Not my top. If they were different, it might have bumped it up to a four. Like if the song, oh, if there, if there were different songs, like you pick oh, different ones, that doesn't help. <laughs> like, doesn't. If you just put different songs yeah. on there, if five of the songs were five other songs, if they were all Blink songs, <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, you would add a five point three. But because of that, I think the middle of the playlist are the ones that held this up higher. Mm-hmm. I gave it a three point six. Oh, oh, that's high. All right. The, uh, the yeah, the middle ones I was like they're fantastic. I love them. Um, but the first and the last ones didn't do it for me. Interesting. Okay. Mm. And you're opposite. Yeah. Mm. So third and fifth songs were the ones that did it for me. Um, second song was in the running for those. Yeah. I'd say three and five are tied for first place. Songs for me. Interesting. Song number two, Maps, was tied, or not tied, but either second or third. Yeah. Um, And the other, I didn't like the Africa song, so that's fifth. (laughs) And then How's It Gonna Be was fourth. But I don't dislike How's It Gonna Be. Mm. So as a whole, I like the playlist. It's something I can put on in the bathtub, you know, while I'm doing dishes, while I'm watering the garden, you know, (laughs) I'm trimming my toenails, whatever. Like... (laughs) Uh, it's a good playlist that I can just put on and listen to, and I don't have to pay attention to it. Yes. But it's familiar. Right. But there's something new, and there's like a good theme to it being kind of unplugged or stripped down. So there's that theme running throughout the entire playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, something to bring it all together. So I gave it a four out of five. Four point oh, wow. out of five. Four. Yeah. All right. Good. Solid four. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, if it wasn't for the Africa song, which is just personal preference on my part, then probably would have been like 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because like there's nothing for both of you guys with how's it going to be in Africa. It's not that like you just hate it. No. It's just like it just doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. Me. That's an interesting thing about covers. It's like sometimes it just doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. yeah Africa. That's, I loved. I yeah. love it. That's the thing. I don't hate that cover of Africa. Mm-hmm. Like I'll listen to it. Like, if Eminem comes on the radio, I'm turning it off. Oh, they're going to say Eminem doing Africa. 
Like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got my attention there. But if like if this came on the radio, I'd leave it on. Yeah. It it would just exist. Mm. And that's fine. Yeah. But I don't like it and I don't dislike it. Oh, I exists. just thought of something. Is this the type of like covers mix? Like I never bought one of these. But like you know that I don't know if they still do, but like Starbucks used to sell CDs. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like this would have been like a mix of songs. Oh, this would have, yes, <laughs> yes. I'll buy my coffee and yeah. you got a mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would be, and then that Africa song would be the song that I would skip. <laughs> I feel like it could be one of those like punk goes acoustics or something. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Something like a pop themed. goes acoustics. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever listen to those like punk goes nineties? I remember them. They had a ton of them. Yeah, they're still making them. Really? And there's also another one called uh, Songs That Saved My Life that has, I think, Taking Back Sunday, Dance Gavin Dance. Hmm. Some uh, You showed me this one. Don't remember. Right. Well, Does um, Starbucks still sell CDs? I don't know. I, I don't hope f- not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I know I went there one time, and they had like a like free track or something like that. And it was you're supposed to like log on, and it downloads it off iTunes. Hmm. So it doesn't have the actual copy. It just had like a code. Cool. So they might do that with the rest of their stuff now. Hmm. Hmm. That would make a lot more sense. Somebody's listening to CDs. Yeah. Yeah. My car doesn't even have a CD player. No, I don't have a way to play CDs. Like, I don't have a computer. Uh, I could probably put one in the PS4. Hmm. I don't even know if it reads CDs. My MacBook would be like, nope, you have no input for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, high score is three six and a four zero. Yeah, yeah. I would for me personally on this. Mix. Oh, five yeah. How would a, you rate? It? <laughs> like, but honestly, though, it's hard to rate your own. Yeah, I mix. would give this probably the lowest. I'd probably just give it a three point five. Okay, which is just below yours. But like, I feel like it's like it's there. Okay, it's just like just like it's just yeah. easy to listen to. It's just there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. This is just to preload you for my next mix. Okay. Because that is not going to be just there. Okay. <laughs> right. Is this the one you were talking about last yes, time? Yes, this is so, a very ambitious one. The next I, one is the yeah. ambitious one. Oh, yeah. The next okay. one's going to be like, whew, this might get a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right. Devin, just remember Oreo cookies with water. Oh, yeah. No. Just try remember it. That. Just try it out. I'm not going to fucking try it. <laughs> Both of you with your Oreo fucking cookies, you dip them in ranch. You I, sick fuck. I have that. Hold on. That is way yeah, worse than I mine. didn't want to bring it up, but you know, fuck I you. feel like cards on the table. You gotta you gotta admit to this right now. You've done it. You've done it. Come on. Yeah. Tell us about it, buddy. I was not sober at the time. Yeah. I was one of those try it. And I tried it, and I'm like, all right, I'll try it again. Why'd you have the ranch in the first place? <laughs> Everybody has ranch. Yeah, okay. It's Do there, you have but... ranch in your fridge right now? Yeah. I mean, you guys share a fridge. <laughs> yeah, but I bought it. No, as well as I would. <laughs> bought it at but Sam's Club. If I'm eating Oreo cookies, I'm not going to look no, for no, something I to put on it. would not do it again. Were you eating mozzarella cheese sticks or something? Uh, probably. This was so like probably 10, 15 years ago. Were you at home? 
Yeah. This is like when <laughs> yeah. I, I was a younger lad, and I was probably not sober. <laughs> if you did this in public. Yeah. Not in restaurants. Uh, could I have a small cup of ranch? What place <laughs> sells Oreo cookies? May I get an Oreo cookie with a side of ranch? Please? I don't know. You could figure it out somewhere. Denny's probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Denny's probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go so into round table salad buffet. Just dip your <laughs> Oreo goober. in there. Do you guys have any Oreos in the back? Or I'll take Nilla I need something wafers. with my bowl of yeah. ranch. But so yeah, I have done it, and I and double dipped, it. and I was like, "All right, it's ranch, it's Oreos, cool, get it." You and Kyle also got drunk and ate dog biscuits and tried to convince me that they were good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I didn't try it. They were <laughs> they were just dry. They needed ranch. No, I heard this from somebody else recently, too. <laughs> we went back. See? And a nice cream <laughs> filling. <laughs> no, I heard that from somebody else recently, too. They like ate a dog biscuit. You're like, it's actually like pretty good. It tastes like apple and it's cinnamon. Just, it, it's not very sweet. It's, it's dry. Yeah, yeah. It probably tastes like a shitty it's protein It's like bar. a muffin versus a scone. Yeah, without the sugar and yeah. the fruit. So, would you try this Oreo and ranch again? No, I would not do that again. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Sounds suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he said no, and you're like, I don't believe you. Yeah. I'm going to go home and try this right now. No, I, 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 I don't believe him because I think you do it often. So, <laughs> people ask me that I've told this about, and they're like, "What does it taste like?" I'm like, "It tastes like Oreos," and then you taste ranch. <laughs> it's like okay, cool. That's so weird. you're known for this. I mean, I've told like <laughs> two people. Say so TJ. It's <laughs> Randall Oreos and Ranch Hard. I got like your fighters made. nickname. <laughs> you know how like fighters have sometimes the weirdest fucking nicknames. Yeah. What was that one lady? Oh, the Cookie Monster. There's a fighter oh, who's yeah. like Rachel the Cookie Monster Pennington. That's funny. Yeah. And now <laughs> I just want you to show up to like a dinner party. Like, have my Oreos in my ranch. Just like a bring your own beer, kind of yeah. BYOB, kind of bring your own dessert. But you have a tie on, <laughs> like dressed up for it. Now, should I bring the double stuffed or the thin ones or the regular ones? Uh, thin nah. ones are classier. No, it's a party, so you get the minis. Or do <laughs> we just mess with everybody and get the strawberry or mint ones? Oh, I want to oh. see you giving these out for Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> like a McDonald's like ranch cup and like mini Oreos. <laughs> Like Here you go, kitties. Here, children. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I have to... Some nacho cheese and nutter butters. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make it myself, though. You know those little, like, Ritz crackers with, like, the cheese yeah. on it? Yeah. But I have to make my own you Spread bin. it on there? Yeah. No, I have to make, like, a little plastic container so it has Oreos and then put ranch on it. Oh, but it's yeah. my own made-in-home, like, thing that I make. <laughs> yeah. And hand is, it out for Halloween. This is also, you know, in your Lunchable... It would have been that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe that's what's happened. I just had a Lunchable on my ground. Why not? Try oh, it. Lunchables fucked us up yeah. real bad. Little round piece of meat. You don't even know what that uh, is. I used to love the pizza one, so. I like the Capri Sun. Oh, the I pizza got, one was good. Yeah, pizza one's good. The Taco Bell one was... So, I got mm. violently ill from the twice. <laughs> so I was convinced that it was the taco meat. It's not even meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Devin, do you want to tease us? Give us a little tease. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a little tickle, a little tease, <laughs> a little brain teaser. Um, yeah, next week we're going to have 
we're kind of you know on the tail end of summer here in mm-hmm. real time yeah. whenever this comes out is to be deep in september so this will still apply <laughs> you know you get a little bit of summer vibes but it's called summer night windows down Ooh. that's okay. all you get summer night yeah what do you think windows down windows down summer night summer night Pants down. Pants okay. down. Okay. Oh, are we going sexy time? Sexy time? Or is this like, it's hot? So I need yeah, is this your AC's broken? I mean, is this why your windows are up? If you're asking if I could fuck to it. <laughs> yeah. Does this apply mm. for your car? Are you talking about your car windows? Or house windows? Could be any windows. <laughs> I mean, do your house windows go down? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll ask you. I picture myself in a drive-thru. Like windows down. It's not drive-thru songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no. the asshole that leaves the music on in the drive-thru. Oh, hold that. on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> talking on the phone. This is a really good. This is a really good beat. You hear this? <laughs> <laughs> Every time Dustin's on the drive-thru, like he he'll have yeah. me on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, and be like, hold on, I'm gonna order something. And be like. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I believe the Jews control the media. You know, like, this Black Lives Matter thing, I can't even deal with it. Like, yeah. I just yeah. like saying the craziest shit. Since yes. I work in a customer service, my favorite thing is when I see the people come in on their phone, I just walk away. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. Bye. And I walk away and I just go get, like a, like, a, like, a drink for myself and just watch them until they hang up. Yeah. Summer nights. Summer night. Windows down. No pants. Windows Summer night. Down. Comma, windows down. I was thinking about doing slash windows down, but no slash. Yeah, summer night slash windows down. Simmer nights night window. <laughs> summer window jam down. Summer down. Summer down. Secret this night window. Reggae. It's just a full of reggae songs yeah. and ska. Yeah, summer down. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, summer well, night, windows down. <laughs> you can find us at Five Song Mixtape on Instagram and follow us on Spotify to check out our mixes. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy.